All right, let's chat with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning and break down some of what we heard from Premier John Horgan yesterday. Good morning, Vaughn. And good morning, Simi. All right, let's talk about this interprovincial travel issue. I mean, why is this still being talked about? I think we all know there's nothing that can actually be done about this. Well, you know, the highlight of the Premier's press conference on this yesterday was where, after beating around the bush with three or four different answers, he finally said, well, let me answer that question directly. Well, that's appreciated. What a great idea. Go direct to the answer, what you're really trying to do. And then he said, I want to put this issue to rest so that British Columbians understand that we cannot do that, like ban people from other provinces coming here, and we're not going to do it. Or there's a way to do it, and we're going to work with other provinces to achieve it. So that's what this is all about. He's not saying he's going to ban travel from other provinces. What he's saying, as I read it, is that he's inundated, as those of us in the news media are, inundated with British Columbians complaining about license plates from other provinces and people coming here and having ski vacations and all that. And he finally wants a legal opinion on can we do it? Or can we not do it? And my guess is he's going to find that we can't do it, uh, whether we want to do it or not, because among other things, Canadians have rights, mobility rights in the Constitution. Um, The other thing I thought was interesting yesterday was this came out with Dr. Bonnie Henry during her press conference. So the premier did his go around at 9 a.m. and then Dr. Henry did a regular thing at 3 o'clock. She was asked about it. And she was asked in particular about quarantine orders for Canadians coming here Mm -hmm. from other provinces, the way we do people coming in from the States now. And she said um, that she doesn't believe she has the power. And moreover, she doesn't think it would be practical. Uh, She said for all kinds of reasons... People travel back and forth between provinces. Uh, People live in British Columbia and work in other provinces. People live in other provinces and work here. There's a lot of back and forth, and she doesn't think it's practical for the reasons she's been talking about for months. So I don't think we're going to do it, um, but I think what we did hear yesterday, Simi, is the Premier's under a lot of pressure to explain this, and he wants the definitive answer once and for all. Right. I still, I don't know how you could possibly do it unless you do get, as he pointed out, the cooperation of other premiers, but that's all over the map, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dr. Henry mentioned in passing uh, maritime provinces, uh, you know, she said uh, her home province, uh, Prince Edward Island, there's like two ways in. Exactly. Uh, It's pretty easy to stop people from coming and going, but British Columbia, there's a lot of border crossings, there's a lot of reasons why people go back and forth, there's a lot of reasons for essential travel between the two places. Uh, So, you know, I I think you're right, but I I think what we did here yesterday was, you know, the the Premier said he, he, he came back to work and he was inundated with mail on a bunch of issues, and I think what we really heard yesterday is, uh, John Horgan's patience with this is running out. He'd he'd like to be able to say, hey, we've got a legal opinion that says we can't do this, and that's the end of it. Um, Provinces, provincial leaders have, of course, urged people to do, you know, only essential travel and all that. And we've seen the numbers are down, and Dr. Henry has said, you know, that... um, Most of the contact tracing now, there's our exceptions, shows that it's British Columbians 
violating the guidelines that are spreading the thing. It's not really visitors. Um, I see the stats on BC ferries, for example. Here on Vancouver Island, of course, is grumbling about people coming here from the mainland. You know, interlopers. Thank God they're taking the ferries. We should shut (laughs) the ferries down. Oh, wait a minute. We don't want to shut the ferries down because our stuff comes in on the ferry. 58% travel last fall, the BC ferry stats. Uh, 58% of the previous year's travel. So travel is down. Yeah. Bad travel is definitely down. Let's also talk about um, the long-term uh, care situation. You and I have talked about this a lot the last couple of weeks. We know that Isabel McKenzie, the senior advocate, is going to do a review. What did the Premier have to say about that? Well, he says he welcomes it. Really? <laughs> he says he's looking forward to her advice on this issue, which he's been ignoring since last fall. I mean, he got asked, Horgan got asked at the uh, in the year-end interview with uh, our, our friend and colleague Richard Zussman about McKenzie's idea of more rapid testing and interventionist testing of staff in long-term care. The premier did one of his off-the-cuff answers where he said, well, I don't take my advice from the internet. You know, I take my advice from Dr. Bonnie Henry. Well, anyway, he wasn't dismissive yesterday. He said, yeah, I welcome uh, her review of uh, the problems in long-term care and the, the really bad outbreaks, and I look forward to her recommendations. The key thing, of course, is whether... Mackenzie gets cooperation from the system on this one, uh, but I'll give her full marks for going ahead in spite of the pushback from the government. Right. Any an update on the rapid testing situation, which is something that Isabel Mackenzie has been pushing for? Well, you know, Dr. Henry, <clears throat> starting on, I mean, she, she's been the obstacle to this. She's dismissed it initially. She's not practical and doesn't work and all, a whole bunch of reasons, but um, she did start to hedge this week, uh, Monday, and again yesterday she indicated that, well, you know, Ontario has been doing some of this, and it does seem to work in some cases. So I got the sense that she's opening the door to the possibility. Rapid testing, uh, on-the-spot testing is being done in other jurisdictions. It, everybody knows it is not 100% effective. In fact, it's regarded as maybe 70% effective, but I think uh, Isabel McKenzie has made the point that even if it's only 50% effective, um, it's better than 0% effective, which is what we have yeah. now. It is a way of finding staff in long-term care facilities who don't have symptoms but who are infected and sending them home, saying, nope, right. we don't want you here. You know, I mean, nobody thinks that anyone would go to work if they knew they were infected. It's, the problem is, is that you can infect others without knowing you exactly. yourself are infected. Exactly. Oh, we need to get an update on Site C, too. Oh, yes. Yeah, this, and this is a good one. Well, I, good one, and I'm being sarcastic about that. So. One of my editors years ago called it the gift that keeps on giving. It is. Yeah, I have to say yes. So all fall... All through the election, every time you ask Premier John Horgan about the problems with Site C, which have been now identified for more than a year, safety issues, foundations of the dam itself, geotechnical concerns, stability, every time you ask Premier Horgan about that, he said, well, we're waiting for the Milburn report. They would brought in this outside expert, and the Milburn report was going to provide us with the answer, and Horgan wasn't going to say anything until that report came in. Well, the report was delivered at the end of the year. And the energy minister said the report was helpful, Simi. Remember, we talked about that. Yeah. So yesterday, um, 
asked Horgan about it, and he said, oh, well, we've hired two more experts. So the government decided that the Milbourne report, after all, is stalling, still doesn't answer definitively the question of whether or not Site C can safely be fixed. So not that helpful that they initially said that it was. No. So they've hired two internationally recognized experts in dam safety. Um, to uh, Hydro has proposed, through Milburn, a way to fix the problem and allow construction to continue. And the government has said, we need a second and a third opinion on this. This is Horgan talking. And so they've hired these two international experts. One of them's a Norwegian. The other one's an American. They're going to look at the fix and tell us whether it's efficacious, to use the premier's word. Hmm. And until we have those reports back, um, we still don't know whether Site C uh, has a future. Meanwhile, of course... Construction continues, and if you don't find that a contradiction, I do. The Premier doesn't say anything wrong with it. Uh, He got asked yesterday, there was a picture moved out of Prince George this week, two very enormous components for Site C, uh, parts of the big turbines for the generating station, made in Brazil, and they're being trucked slowly across northern British Columbia. They they have to do it after hours because the road's blocked. Um, So the Premier got asked about that. Isn't it a little weird to be building a dam that yeah. you may never finish. And he said, no, 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 that's just, uh, you know, okay. uh, we, we've not said stop building. We've just said uh, we're going to look at fixing. I, I, one hates to be too disrespectful, Simi, but what are they going to do with those giant components that they're trucking to Site yeah. C? If the dam safety experts say, no, you can't fix it, right? Like, you know, what are you going to do, list them on eBay, right? <laughs> it boggles the mind, Vaughn. Hey, listen, thank you for your time this morning. Bye-bye. Sir.